0: This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian and Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk about Fire Emblem Heroes and a bunch of other games alongside a handful of game news. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to. He is. Alex is. I've got a bunch of other little games I've I've been playing. Uh, But Before we get to all that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out midwestgamenerds.com slash links. As always, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail dot com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your, pod catch, your Favorite podcatcher. Uh, we've been every, anytime I'm playing now on PlayStation, I've been trying to stream a little bit. So if you yeah. if you add us on Twitch, you can definitely check us out.
0: We've got a few Destiny raids up there. John played some Skyrim and a few other things yeah. recently, and so the we're Skyrim to do thing that didn't more.
1: didn't last very long.
0: Yeah. I saw, like, you played Skyrim for, like, a little bit, and then you hopped over to... On what platform? To something On else. PC. yeah Cool. Yeah.
1: Because so. I need to start playing on my PC. I upgraded the damn thing, and I just want to use yeah, it. Yeah. I want to yeah. use it for anything at all. That's fair. That's so. a valid point. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, before we do anything else, what else have you been playing, Brian? Um, Decent amount of Overwatch. A little bit of
2: uh, Forza, uh, Forza 7. And very little bit of Stardew Valley. And I can't not talk today. Dude, um, I, was having there- s- I was having trouble <laughs> just talking to Brian at the house before I like before uh, he came uh, over.
0: Is there any uh I'm is not- there like a Halloween thingy going on for Overwatch? Yes. That's like why I've been playing. Is it just loot boxes or do they have a mode or anything? It's
2: loot boxes, but you can buy the stuff, you know. Oh you cool. So you don't have to rely on the loot boxes Sweet. if you have enough gold. Which you get from loot boxes,
0: <laughs> oh, really,
1: really?
2: You can uh, you can buy one or two of the skins that you want, at least I can.:
0: You I get can the gold it. when you get doubles, right? or do you get it in addition uh, to like I'm pretty I thought that was how it went. I don't know. I thought you get like doubles of emotes or costumes or whatever, so they give you a little bit of gold instead of giving it to you again. Because what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean,
2: you don't really get doubles, so I so I guess maybe yeah, it just fills a spot with you. You don't
0: get doubles. Other people who play a lot more of Overwatch might. I haven't really noticed, to be honest. Um,
2: Yeah, the the Halloween skins are great. That's cool, and I definitely want some of them. Um, I also went back to playing Zelda played quite a bit of it, actually. Is there a nice. particular
1: reason you went back to playing Zelda or just felt like doing it?
2: Um, I've been wanting to go back to it anyways. Did you and pick up I the season pass or no? I was about it one day and was like, okay.
1: Did you get the season pass? No. Okay, so you're just playing OG. Yeah. Okay. You never finished it, right? Right. Yeah. That's
2: why oh, I Oh, really? Really. I thought you finished it. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I decided I wanted to try to finish it
1: before Mario
2: I- comes out. But that's probably not going
1: to I knew as soon as I finished it, I wouldn't touch it again. And that's yeah. why I pu- I tried to put off finishing the game. And then I finally was just like, I just want fi- to know what happens. And then I did, yeah. and now I haven't touched it since. Well, yeah. I was
2: playing Horizon Zero Dawn at the same time, and I had started that game first. So I decided to finish Horizon instead of finishing Zelda. And then you got burned then, out on the yeah. World. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So I like... I didn't really feel like playing Zelda. I moved on to playing other stuff. Yeah, and I, I upgraded my PC, so I didn't really touch my consoles
0: for like months. Yeah, I bought the the season pass for Zelda, but I haven't finished any of it. They still haven't put the second part out yet.
1: It comes out holiday season, right? Or yeah, no? that,
0: it's supposed to be out at some point in the next couple months. Yeah, but I don't think they have a hard release date out there yet.
1: Cool, um, Alex. What have What have you played? I don't know. Before we get into Fire <laughs> Emblem Warriors, because I feel like you're going to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors for a while. No, nah, I mean, it won't be you that long. You played some Destiny 2.
0: I played some Destiny 2, which is a surprise. Not, um, not really. I mean, you've been kind of on it every every night, I feel I mean, like.
2: I guess since last time we recorded, I played Destiny 2 as it's, well. I played th- the week of Iron Banner, and then I stopped. I haven't played See, since. I didn't play any Iron Banner. I just gave up on it. It was really irritating. We can talk more about that after.
0: I played a little bit Iron Banner. We can talk about it now. It's. I think the PvP in that game is messed up.
2: It's very messed up.
0: Even as somebody who doesn't play much PvP, I think it's really stupid that they've removed the incentive of doing the different events. There's literally no distinction between Trials crucible and iron banner except for the loot you get and that's dumb
1: yeah like balancing they literally balanced the, every element of crucible into being the same crucible no matter what and well, it's kind of like what and i the was hell's the point i
0: was thinking about it earlier i was like okay so this just means that power level is meaningless to pvp completely it's pretty it's much pretty meaningless. meaningless all around all around it's not it's not meaningless
1: all around because it does gate you out of it, activities it Gates you out of activities but that's stupid that but is, only it doesn't it. actually the power level doesn't actually mean anything other than it's a gate it's a key to open different well that's places.
0: how i felt about light level in the first game. Yeah.
1: but um except for
0: the fact that in iron banner it meant something <laughs> like that and trials i guess yeah. right yeah <sighs> i don't know that's dumb Destiny two sucks. Don't play it. Not. True, I wouldn't say I'm it just sucks. I'm just it kidding. has issues, and I'm
2: very much looking forward to them rebalancing Crucible activities and yeah, we'll, loot and we, all that. We can, we we'll can get talk into about that, that in our news. news. Yeah. So yes.
0: I think that's enough said for now. We'll but Iron Banner was disappointing. Yeah, the loot kind of sucked, yeah. and it was hard to get. Very hard to get.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a and huge then they're grind.
0: like, hey. Get redeem ten Iron Banner packages in order to get your season one Iron Banner. Yeah, that took for reward. Takes and the forever. Takes forever. Stupid. Looking. You get an emblem. It's and like a, a shader
2: with. It's like a ginger wolf or something. It's it looks like it has red hair
0: on top. It's really are stupid? you flush but, with no.
1: shaders from Iron Banner?
0: I have a bunch of shaders that I haven't. T- I have not applied a single shader to anything because they're meaningless
1: to me. I did I applied some new monarchy shaders so, to my guns so that well, I have like John ready. and I really care about looking cool. That's fine. So. That's that's that's,
0: that's a totally big aspect. If that's what you want out of this game, good for you. Yeah, my titan looks dope. I could not care any less and it's really stupid that they're like here's one of your milestones where you typically get something good out of it unless it's like a package of rep tokens, which is fine. That's cool. I'll get some loot out of that, at least. But then they're like, hey, get ten of these Iron Banner things, and then we're gonna give you something. It's gonna be sweet. And then it's a shader and an emblem? It's like, uh, when's the last time you bought Cracker Jacks? (laughs) I don't know. So
1: 1942, Cracker Jacks still <laughs> exists because, before you were born. For those of you who don't know what Cracker Jacks are, it's caramel corn that comes in, the, in a goofy ass box, and there's a prize in it, mm-hmm. and the prize now, is really shitty. It's a back, paper doll. No, back in the day, <laughs> you used to get like actual physical objects that were like it would be like a decoder ring kind of crap, or Just like a little car, like stuff they found around the factory. Yeah, Mouse <laughs> rusty man. Else? anything yes. like you know a beetle like a syringe uh, you know you would get like legit little toys and things in the packaging nowadays <laughs> you guys want to talk about loot boxes the, yeah Cracker Jacks, Jacks well, the cr- original loot box <laughs> so, <laughs> so now like I, I, I did not expect <laughs> this <something>. I bought <laughs> I bought some Cracker Jacks like it was a while ago still but <laughs> I bought some Cracker Jacks and the prizes now it's like a sticker yeah, yeah that, that, And I'm like It was like a sticker And it said like Play baseball And it had like Some like Cartoon baseball player drugs. Like throwing a pitch Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's actually LSD <laughs> I should have yeah. just eaten
2: it And then <laughs> Um Can you buy Like Uh Like a pallet Of Cracker Jacks Or I something At Costco be, man Yeah yeah, that would. I mean, it's like a loot box. You totally. Know, like yeah. It would be. Yeah. It would be a spend yeah, less money
0: for a larger bulk of them. Yeah. Like, if you buy a thousand of them, yeah, exactly. You really only have to pay for like nine hundred. of Right. Them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's totally how it goes. You should try that if you're really looking for a good. Or toy. like just
1: in general, like cereal boxes nowadays. Like no cereal boxes have prizes like in the cereal. There's no reason for you to dig your grimy little five year old do hands. No, I they mean, don't. It's, I've gotten. I when when it's like their codes. When, you have to log in online. No, On, like, Nabisco's website and type in a code, and then you may or may not. You're just buying
0: crappy cereal. I got a Star Wars lightsaber spoon when when The Force Awakens came out two years ago. That's pretty cool. Does it make noises?
1: I know I, it just lit up, but uh. it was like
0: it—it it, it had a lightsaber handle. When they're spending
1: billions of dollars on marketing for a movie like that, you better actually have you, physical toys in the cereal box.
0: It, the spoon had a lightsaber handle, and you put a clear spoon in it so that when you turn, you hit a button, and the spoon would like grow red or grow red or Where are you gonna find a clear spoon? No, it they came with oh, the okay. s- the clear part of the spoon. Those it's like the, they don't even give you the spoon. <laughs> oh, they did. So cheap. They did. Anyway, this lightsaber spoon, uh, like, it
1: really cuts through the cereal. <laughs> now that we're off the, yeah, I keep breaking the Destiny 2, uh, uh,
0: yeah, I've, I've continued to play some Picross S on Switch. It continues to be delightful. I don't know what the hell that is. I talked about it last time, so thanks for remembering and being tuned here. into the conversation. Uh I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. It's basically Sudoku but it's like you Oh yeah, okay. And pixel, you make you make pictures. Making little pixel puzzles. It, I was
2: thinking of that Pikmin game as Yeah, no. I it's thought not. maybe Pikcross
0: was like a a rally version of Pikmin or something. Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. But that continues to be quite good. uh I beat another level of cuphead late yesterday. That was, that was it. How many levels are there? <laughs> there's lots <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna see ten percent of that game, but we'll talk about that in a minute as well um, but yeah, I don't know other than that, I haven't been playing too much. I'm just kind of I was waiting for Mario Odyssey to come out, but then I here's the thing that gets me with fire emblem games one time for the most recent ds game they put out a special edition of the game and this is the game that was kind of pokemon-y in the way that they were like here's fire emblem uh sun and moon whatever yeah (laughs) no but it was birthright and conquest were the two versions i remember that And then they were also going to put out a third campaign, which was DLC, that you get for $20 if you pay for the DLC. But if you bought the special edition, then you got all three of those on one cartridge. Okay. And I really wanted that, and I didn't get it, because it was actually a limited edition. But now that Fire Emblem is actually popular here, they don't do limited editions anymore. So... I got kind of conned into the, oh, Best Buy says that Fire Emblem Warriors Special Edition is in stock. So I was like, I guess that means I need to buy that, because that's what I do now. So I bought it. Even though I was like, I didn't really like Hyrule Warriors. I don't really care about Dynasty Warriors. I like Fire Emblem, but I'm going to buy this anyway. right? (laughs) So I did. And uh, it's okay, just about. Now okay. for news. No, um, it's. <laughs> I don't know. You played Dynasty Warriors
1: games, yeah. right? What was the fun in Dynasty Warriors to you? Um, Just destroying as many people as possible. See, and that part's pretty satisfying. Yeah.
0: Like, it's fun like, to be I, like, the problem I is, played like, one I didn't and understand, I never needed to play another
1: one. I never understood the story element of it, like, why I was doing these yeah. things and, like, why, like, you could choose to, from, like, 20 different characters. Defend your dynasty
2: or spread your dynasty. Yeah. I mean, destroy other dynasties. That was not
1: blatantly obvious in the Dynasty Warriors I played as. All I just like. I mean, it was PlayStation Two. It was new. It had a lot of characters on screen. It yeah. was just fascinating to see that many That's moving true. objects happening at once in the game at the time.
0: It felt like one of those those franchises that never quite made it out of that generation. Like, right. But they kept making the games. They but didn't nobody... even look that much better. I feel later. like there's, yeah,
1: there's got to be something lost in translation there that, like, we as Americans just don't quite understand about that series of games. That, like, they—I think there's just like a certain type of person that likes that game. And right, I just don't understand. What, well, what is the point of the game other than to just destroy hundreds of thousands of troops? I or think they learned enemies. that.
0: Like, I think they got that, and they were like, "All right, how are we going to make these warriors games?" uh, more appealing to outside people. And that's when they're like, let's make a Zelda one. Let's make a one piece one. Let's make a dragon quest one. Let's make a fire emblem one, which good on them. They figured it out. That was the right way to do it. But I mean, that's the thing is that it seems like most of this game and and granted I'm early on, I'm only like five chapters in, I think, I don't know how many there are in the game as of yet, but It seems like it's just a lot of, all right, here's this character. This character has different moves, kind of, but it's all just pressing Y or X a bunch. And then you do a special move when you press A. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. But there's other systems in it. Like You can go and uh, there are skill trees that add to your combo, which means that you can just, instead of it starting the loop over after you hit the button five times, it starts the loop over after you hit the button six times. Which, that's cool, I guess. But I don't quite get it. But, it also... They, they bring... Not only is that skill tree in there, but they bring in the Fire Emblem uh, weapon triangle. So, swords are weak to lances, which are weak to axes, which are weak to swords. So, if you notice your enemies are carrying a bunch of swords, and you've got, uh, you've got an axe, then you're like, okay, I need to go instantly switch to one of the other Fire Emblem characters. So... You need to pull out your scissors. Yeah, yeah, to take out all the papers. Yes. All the people running around with paper, but Watch out for those rocks. It's though. Uh, it, it's It's cool, I guess. Like it's fun to run around. Like they have cinematics which are really well done. It's fully voiced even if there's not always like a cinematic to it. Like they do the fire emblem cinematic thing of like we're going to bring up the person's portrait with some text and they'll have conversations back and forth and it's fully voiced. But they don't have like a cinematic for every scene like that, Hmm. which is it's okay. Like, it's cool. And the story, like most Fire Emblem stories is like, hey, guess what? Your castle is being overrun. Oh, we need to escape. Oh, my God. My mother or father died in this siege. We need to carry on their legacy, essentially. But then it also does the Fire Emblem Heroes kind of thing where there are because they're kind of cross-pollinating from a bunch of different Fire Emblem games, they, like, open up a thing in the sky that's bringing characters from other games. Kind of like. like the mobile game. Yeah, yeah. The Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. But, um, so that's cool, but it just, it, it seems almost like a copy of Fire Emblem Heroes, which I guess that's the conceit. be interesting
1: if there was some kind of tie-in between the two somehow.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there is unless, like, the, the, Lively's, well, they will obviously not, do... I was, uh... They will do a thing where they bring the... kit ca- Because there are a few new characters in this game. Right. They will bring those into that Heroes game, I'm sure. But what were you pointing at? I was going
1: to just shout out to Ruru2M here in the chat who said that the point was just to kill hordes of shit. <laughs> With, yeah. And you know what? If that's what you want to do, this
0: game is great, especially if you want to be Fire Emblem characters as you do that. Because it's fun. Like, they've got... A lot of the big name Fire Emblem characters. I always just like the art
1: style. I mean yeah. again I was into that anime stuff all the time like growing up. I'm not yeah. so much into it anymore, which is kinda sad, but um I I did like the Castlevania anime, that was dope. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I always like the art style of, of those games. And I mean same thing with Dynasty Warriors, had really cool artwork. Yeah. Always and Well there's good memes out there for, for Dynasty
0: Warriors. I know people <laughs> like really love Lu Bu for some reason, maybe just because his name is Lu Boo. It's but, a pretty cool name. Yeah, but it, my firstborn child will have that name
2: that
1: I'll never have, probably. <laughs> Lou <Lou-boo> de Laterante. <laughs> you that's always good. You, you give birth to one of those every morning <laughs> after your coffee. No, I'm dropping, Lou, I'm dropping a am Boo. Lou Poo. poo. Lou poo. <laughs> Oh, Poo humor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, Fire Emblem
0: Heroes is cool. I'm more excited for for Mario, and I'm planning on putting. It Fire sounds like everyone Heroes is down. like
1: ridiculously excited. See, for See, and that's
0: the thing is that I, I saw people. Um, there are people with review copies on Twitter being like, "Hey, I'm playing Super Mario Odyssey," and I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, I would murder somebody to play Super Mario Odyssey <laughs> right now." <laughs> yeah, like you am, you're here first. I am pumped to play some Super Mario Odyssey. So, like, as soon as I get home... Like, Nicole's going to Disney this weekend, so as soon as I get home on Friday, I'm sitting my ass on the couch, and it's not moving for three days. It's just
1: straight-up pants-off, dance-off with Super <laughs> Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. like.
0: So, I, uh, I'm i very excited for Super Mario, and and I know Tim is, too. I, Tim, Tim, I don't think... Tim bought Puyo Puyo Tetris, and he's been playing Mario Kart and stuff like that yeah. on his Switch, but he's... Very excited for Super I, Mario. I
1: want to get Odyssey, but for the sake of having other things to talk about on the podcast, I'm I'm going to pick up Assassin's Creed. That's fair. So,
2: are you not going to get Odyssey? Then I
1: will eventually, but I want like I'm for the next episode. I'm going to have cool. Assassin's Creed. So you're just
0: going to be jealous.
1: That's fine. I'll deal with it. <laughs>
0: well, what's the third one that we're missing? Because there's another one coming out on Friday. It's um, uh, Assassin's Creed, Super Mario, and is. Third video game. I don't know. That is also quite big. Call of Duty isn't coming out yet. No, it? it's not Call of Duty. That's like next Battlefront week. Two. Battlefront Two. No, it's not until
1: November. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, Destiny Warriors. Have you played anything else, Alex, or no? <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Like Destiny I, Two comes out on Tuesday. Was the other
0: big one on PC? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a there's a third game coming out on the twenty. Ru Two M is on top of this stuff. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new oh, Colossus, yes. comes out this Friday as well. Uh, and don't forget... Yeah, Wolfenstein 2. Monopoly for Nintendo Switch oh, is coming yeah. out on, on the 31st, along with Bubsy the
1: Woolies Strike Back. I'm really and pumped 4. for that uh, Monopoly. I did see that Jackbox Party Pack 4 was released this past week mm-hmm. as well. Yeah,
0: I watched uh, the Giant Bomb guys play a bit of it. I would really like to play some. I I just want to play some jackbox party pack it could be one two three or four but it sounds like some of of the games in there like they're doing fibbage three there's a new mode for it too where you like fill out answers to questions and people have to guess what your correct answer is like you you have to correct You make a question kind kind, no it's like you you are answering a question
1: based on you as a player based on you as a player
0: and then people have to guess they like know it's you They have to guess what the True answer is free. so you're that's making cool. yeah, fibbage yeah. questions
1: based on yourself. And if you can fool everyone, you probably get way more points or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet. So
0: everybody else gets to make up lies yeah. for your 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 answer hmm.
1: too. So that that
0: looks cool. But then all the other games that are in there fibbage as well. Is always fun. To we all the listeners, we are
1: huge forward. fans of the Jackbox Party Pack games. Oh yeah, is that going to be fans. on all platforms? Yeah, yeah. it's it's it, already out for Switch.
0: They, they played it oh, on really? Switch on Giant Bomb, and I'm kind of like, man, that's kind of a great idea. If you can like take it places take it places like, but i don't know then you also need wi-fi which tethered is to your phone most places yeah you can do it that way too yeah, yeah.
2: but I
1: mean,
0: it'll be just like the commercial we'll
2: yeah. be sitting in a circle yeah. and sitting a on the rooftop or on a
0: rooftop with a switch that's too quiet
1: yeah can we but talk about stardew for a minute
0: yeah, so you guys yeah, I, you guys have played some Stardew. Uh,
1: Brian and I got to play a little
0: bit of Stardew played Valley. like an hour today. Um, you guys both got it on Switch. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't remember how much I've actually played. I've done a, a handful of the intro missions and everything and like learned how to fish and all that crap. I think the fishing is complete bullshit. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. It's so much bullshit that I went out and I downloaded that stupid-ass fishing game that's on PlayStation 4 instead, mm-hmm. Fishing Planet, yeah. which has the most intense trailer I've ever seen in the video game ever. But it doesn't deliver <laughs> on the trailer. No, the, the, trailer. Game, the game blows. <laughs> but the trailer...
2: Are you going to get Final Fantasy fishing?
1: No, I'm going to get the Rapala uh, fishing game that's coming out on Xbox One instead. Did you... when You you weren't talking about that when we were raiding, right? Oh, yeah. I was talking about the fishing game the entire time we were raiding. Was, did, uh, it was like post-raid. Like, or maybe not... No, it was No, before, I don't think so.
0: I think it was another night. We were all in a party just kind of hanging out, talking with yeah. everybody, not necessarily all playing Destiny. And John got like at least three or four of us to download this fishing game, and then it finally finished for him, and we were all still playing whatever we wanted to play, and he started playing it and we could just hear the disappointment in his voice every time he <laughs> talked after was he it started free? playing. It. It's, free yeah, it's yeah. free, yeah,
1: and it's full of microtransactions. I the whole it. game is microtransactions.
2: The <laughs> idea of a fishing game is you not to, appealing to me whatsoever. You have to make your Even own. If it like, is free. You have to make curious. an
1: account and stuff and sign up with a whole different like account. And then there's like all this crap. Like uh, you you have to you have to buy bait. Like you have to buy <laughs> bait to fucking fish <laughs> in the gotta be kidding game. me. <laughs> and it's like it's first person and oh you have to like God. it's called Fishing Planet I don't even don't nobody download I would this game probably try a fishing uh, you VR can, experience you can play with 64 people though in the same instance and like you can have there's have fishing, fishing tournaments tournament? and shit it's yeah, <laughs> like, really good
2: but, uh, Can I buy beer and just get drunk? No, virtually? but th- just
1: nobody download this game because it's stupid. Just watch the trailer and understand how awesome the trailer is because it makes the the dude, the model at the end of it, who's holding up his fish with his dead eyes, the dead look <laughs> in his face, and it's like playing this like shit rock, the fucking fish puddle of garbage. eyes? the guy does. Uh, it's just like, it's so intense. And I was like, oh man, like this is a fishing game and I'm hyped. Like I was like pumped to get it. And then I finally, got I get downloaded. And I was like, this is the worst game I've ever played. But anyways, back to Stardew Valley. Uh, I digress. Uh, stardew valleys fishing is bullshit. i don't understand how to catch fish like i know you have to like hit the button like and keep the the, the one slider like lined up with the bobber like in the thing or whatever but mm. i can never get it to work properly so therefore I, I can never catch whoop. fish i haven't fished yet uh, it sounds it's, it's like ridiculous you need to- i've done basically i've also nothing. i've also determined as much as i as much as i wanted to play this game and i waited for but I didn't buy it on PC, I didn't buy it on PlayStation, I didn't buy it on Xbox because they, they announced it for Switch and I was like, I wanna play that now. Like in, I want it on Switch so I can play it portably, blah, blah, blah. I'm never gonna play it. Because I I cannot play these retro style games anymore. <laughs> I just can't do it. And That's it, a sucks. it sucks. It sucks because I know a lot of these games are really good, but I can't count how many times I've tried to go back and like play the different Final Fantasies or like, you know, Star Ocean or uh what was the um fantasy star like all the old rpgs and things that i was really into as a kid like i can't do it anymore man they just that's strange. So like bad. I,
0: I have a hard time going back to games unless it's michael jackson's moonwalker of course, of course. <laughs> i i can't it's hard for me to do it because i feel like it's the same reason i can't reread a book and in a lot of cases i can't even rewatch movies sometimes because i already know what's going to happen And that just kind of, it it allows my ADD to take over, and I no longer pay attention to it. So, but for some reason, with games like Fez, or Stardew Stardew Valley, or Golf Story, all of those kinds of things, I can buy into it because I haven't seen it before, and therefore it's not a problem to me. Like, I don't have that... It doesn't feel dated to me because of the, the... the graphical finality. Yeah, well,
1: and part of it, too, is, like, the control scheme for it is, like, a little bit weird, because it runs off of the standard, like, eight-directional, like, yeah. up, down, left, right, and then all the diagonals. Mm-hmm. And you're using an analog stick to move, and I want to yeah. be able to move analog, like, in, in that manner. And you can't, and the animation for the character isn't doesn't move like that. And then on top of it, like, when when I'm trying to plant things in a straight line, if I'm not, like... Set up properly to plant. Plant. Print. If I'm planting in a straight line, planting, prancing. Uh If I if I'm not actually set in the right position, I end up planting stuff in the wrong manner. And I like I these these is the this is the kind of game where I want to I be was super little, organized. I was and irritated I
2: can't be. with the planting because yeah. I swear I was like in a spot trying to put seeds down.
0: They ended up like halfway across my fucking field. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like how are you supposed to do that? I, see, that's the thing, is that with those games, I typically... This is something that will break those my, games for me. My, if you cannot use the D-pad instead of the directional stick, then I, I typically don't... like. You I can play, use the D-pad and move it, like, quarter speed, I noticed. That's, that's the thing, is that I've been playing Golf Story with the D-pad. I played uh, Cuphead with the D-pad. Like, usually those types of games, I have to play with the D-pad, because... That's
1: that, that feels that the most be, natural to you me. know that kind of yeah that kind of like falls into the same when because I downloaded Final Fantasy One on my mobile phone yeah and I paid a stupid amount of money for that because I'm an idiot <laughs> um but I couldn't play it because I had to use the stupid fucking yeah, touch no. screen that, no. that's
0: that's even another different case like touchscreen controls are terrible you cannot right.
2: use a d pad on a touch screen yeah no no. That's terrible.
1: I probably need to be, get, get a, a loot little... box to unlock the direction, <laughs> the analog directional control or in Stardew Valley. Or get Star a little New
2: Bluetooth Valley. controller.
1: No, I know. Well, it's, oh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, or I'm any game about your, for that matter. Oh, I can just phone. use. I can use the the switches the switches controller. controllers yeah. with it. But yeah, anyways, um, I'm really happy that it's having so much success on the Switch because again, it, like we've talked about this privately, that the Switch is becoming this like indie gem. Yeah. Uh, and that's awesome for indie developers and it makes it makes me want to actually start looking into developing our own games. Even we had we talked we've, about we've it. We've talked about it, yeah. We have a treatment for a really awesome Midwest Game Nerds game guys that will we'll hopefully maybe one day Exist. bring to fruition. I'll hire some Indian dudes on Fiverr to do it or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh I'm really happy that it's it's it has the success that it has, but at the same time I'm like I really just don't want to play these games anymore and it sucks cuz I know there are lots of really good quality games that people love that are this style and I just can't get into it and I feel I feel like just a total pretentious asshole about it. See,
0: but that's the thing. Like I don't know. I think I think you're just not finding the right thing. If you're like me at all, like
1: you never did, you ever play the Harvest Moon games? I did, yeah. Okay. I actually I played them on Game Boy emulators on all of my smartphones. Oh, as soon as right. smart, well, As soon as I had an Android phone, I was like, "How can I put a Game Boy on this?" And then I did that, <laughs> and I had I had every single Pokemon game on there and yeah. Harvest Moon, and it was great because I used to use it to kill time while I was waiting for class to start at school, but. It was. You mean you used to kill, use it to kill time until your class is over at school? Uh, that was when I first started college in 2003, and the Game Boy Advance SP <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, was like true. the go-to. Right. I spent over 400 hours playing Final and then you Fantasy Tactics like, Advance. Like 12 years later, <laughs> and yes, it took me. It took me 14 years to graduate from college right, when, you, you when you
0: actually cared about your classes. Yeah, exactly. You, you had to wait for them to start. Yeah, and stuff, but. Okay. But uh the emulator technology I did, is so much better
1: now. I did play those games and I and I like them. Again, it was it was like because I was playing it on like a Game Boy emulator or something, like even then like using the touch screen sucked, but like because I was using like an emulator and it wasn't like I didn't have this level of expectation of like a next gen system or anything like that. Like I kinda yeah, I just kinda sucked it up and did it and again it was a way for me to kill time. I don't I'm not in school anymore, so for me killing time doesn't exist. Like i have no yeah. time to kill now. So, I don't like I just I want to play things that I really enjoy and I'm not enjoying. I've had a key for Stardew Valley for probably close to like a year now,
0: I would think on uh, Humble Bundle or something like that. And I I redeemed it this week cuz my best laid plans, I was like, "Oh, all three of us are going to play a ton of Stardew Valley and that can be our like main review since it just came out on <laughs> Switch." And then you know, Brian played like an hour, and John played like four, and I played zero, of course. Um, <laughs> well, who we're such ball here? we're I, such good hosts. I can't bring myself to play that game because it just seems like such a like. It's kind of. It's um, also
1: been out for like four years now. Well, I don't care
0: about that. It's not that That's long. fine. But it's been a while. The, it took a year. The, the 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 gameplay loop, like I don't see it working for me. I don't see the idea of like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna be a farmer and I'm gonna like that. For some reason, those types of game, like the. It's not very story driven. It's, it's, a, not yeah, a, story it's a full. It's a
1: full. It's it's driven by you and your ambitions as a character. What you want to do in that. To, this is
0: the. This is for the guy in Skyrim RPG. who wishes he could play the game and become successful
1: by selling things that he like. and, 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 date and
0: like, all the women in yeah, town. All
1: it's dating like all it's all four a, of them. It's a sixteen bit life simulator. Is what it is, which is
0: cool. And I played some of the Sims, and that was fine. Although I like that was a totally different thing. It yeah, right. is. way different. I was. Genetic Genetically engineering my people to be the best possible thing they could be. But anyway. I, I was locking people I think, in a two-square room with an espresso <laughs> machine. So that sounds about right. Sleep. So, you can, so they could feel your life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, John, is I think you need to find indie games that you can really care about. Like, right. Right. Fez and and Hyper Light Drifter for me are the indie games where I'm like this is this is my shit like these are made for me. Yeah. And just to briefly step through like the idea of indie games coming up on the Xbox and people are like well these are great, they're cheap. It's kind of keeping me playing my Xbox but then like good AAA games started coming out and it was like a, well, you know, these are great but they all look kind of crappy they don't look as good i don't really care about them and it was like okay well fine but then getting to the playstation and they had the vita out you could do cross by and play indies that way which was cool you could play them on the go but the problem was that you needed to use cross save in most cases where you could which is like okay then i need to remember to download my save to my vita right which sucks But now with the Switch, it is literally, I can play this on my TV, or I can play it on the go, and it's all there in that one system. This is like the the realization of what indie gaming should
1: be. Right, right.
2: I will say, like, Stardew Valley, for me, is the perfect game to actually play in handheld. Because I have issues with almost every other game I try to play that way, with the right side. Like, Uh, I can't. Move that analog stick the way I need to. Yeah, and you don't need it weird. at all for, yeah, for Stardew, right? not really. Right.
1: It's just you can use a cursor. It uses the cursor or whatever. Okay. Yeah, well, you know.
2: Yeah, all I did in the game was clear out a field... To plant my seeds in what I thought would be a very neat row, but instead my field looks like a fucking Jackson Pollock,
0: (laughs) and I was kind of mad about it,
2: so I just left, and I just said, I'm going to go explore, Right, and uh, I found some stuff, I stole some flowers out of various spots in the ground, talked to some people, some bitch told me I wasn't dressed well enough for a typical day. It's just like real life. I was <laughs> going to say, this This is
1: hitting really close to home for you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah. Yeah. It was good times. Enough about Stardew Valley. That was about it. All uh, right. I also... I have other games I played. Oh, okay. I played, I played Darkwood. Oh yeah. Uh, for those we who, talked about, we that did. This, this was a game that we talked about a little while ago, where the developer got really sick and tired of people asking him for review copies of the game and then selling them on the marketplaces. So he just put it up on the Pirate Bay for free. Now, despite him doing that, I'm not a piece of shit, so I actually bought it. Well, because, that's debatable,
2: but yeah, it's for but a I bought podcast.
1: the game. Uh, Darkwood is a post-apocalyptic zombie survival sort of game where, uh, similar to Stardew Valley, in the way that you go out and you gather resources and things like that, uh, and you bring them back to your little home base and build up uh, fortifications to keep out the dark creatures from like invading your space at night. Um, it's it's a top-down game. Sounds more like
2: Don't Starve to me. Sure,
1: it's like it's like Don't Starve and uh what else would you uh, like don't starve meets like call of duty zombies but f- top down not first person and you don't have any weapons starting out oh lovely yeah, so um it has a storyline to it you're trying to get out of this like dark forest area the dark wood yeah perhaps? the dark the dark wood um it is how do i wanna uh it's 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 interesting it's fun it's kind of creepy but it's not like super engrossing like i i'm having trouble dealing with the controls because you are moving with wasd on the keyboard to like move forward backward and does then, it have controller support uh i don't i don't know it might i didn't really look i should have done more investigating into those sorts of things but the the to turn you're using uh a and d to like turn the character and then W and S to, like, move forward and backwards. Oh, I don't like that. But you have to use the mouse to, like, click things on the screen and select things that you want to do. So
2: it has, like, FPS controls, but
1: it's top-down. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's... That's weird.
1: So, what I would rather it be is I would rather control the left and right movement with the mouse cursor. Like, I'd rather the character just follow my mouse cursor around, and then I oh, can yeah. move backwards like and forwards. Yeah, like, I think that just would make... Without me having to click, though. Like, just me moving the mouse, and he would follow it no matter well, yeah, what. I mean, like,
2: Diablo, you can just hold it down.
1: Yeah. But that, I think, would make more sense for the game. I didn't look and see if I can actually do that yet, but... I played it for like a couple hours just to kind of give it a go cuz I wanted I needed something new. I was going through some serious game ADD and um it's cool. It has an inventory system that's very limited. I'm assuming you can find other backpacks and things to like expand the inventory so you can collect more resources and stuff, but you have to like go out and like chop, you know, like like take find wood and chop down trees and things like you would in Stardew Valley and then like saw them into planks in order to like fortify your base and close off the windows and things like that. Um it's it's interesting. It's it's for fifteen bucks I can see myself playing it a bit more. More so than Stardew Valley, but um Huh. Yeah, what is Alex saying here? He typed in from the bathroom. <laughs> this is Alex from the bathroom. It sounds like Darkwood is a two is a twin stick game. You need to try it out with a controller. Uh yeah, I don't know if it actually is twin stick. Um I'll we should do all our podcasts out, but, like this. Yeah, right? Where Alex just sits in the bathroom. Um but yeah it's it's a very interesting game. Uh I would like to play it more and 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 see cuz it I it was interesting enough that I wanted to keep playing it. It was one of the big things. Like I wanted to figure out what it, like why am I in the forest? Why I, is the wood so dark? Why is the wood dark? Why am I in the dark wood? How dark is the wood? And How far away is Stardew Valley? Yeah, how far away is Stardew Valley from the dark wood?
2: Can I take a train or
1: Right. Yeah. No, anyways, it's, uh, it was really, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very cool game, especially considering it's so cheap. And again, I wanted to support a a developer that was being screwed by the system somehow. And it was on my list of games to get. And I figured, like, what the hell? What's 15 bucks? The fact that people were, like, scamming a $15 game to, like, Uh profit for themselves is, to go
2: through the trouble of saying they, they want to review it and just bullshit. Yeah. But it
1: was, it's definitely a cool game. Um, check it out if you have a spare $15 and and you're on Steam and you need something to play. Other than that, I did download... um, It's called Ghost of a Tale. This was a game that was shown off at E3 as one of Microsoft's indies for the Microsoft Exponex uh, announcements where they Mm -hmm. went through all the games that are coming out. Ghost of a Tale is a game where you're playing as a mouse in a world that is run over by rats. And um, it's essentially... What's that game that's...
2: Oh, I
1: think I know what you're, like, you're talking about now. I can't think of the name of the Finally. other of the other game that I'm trying <laughs> to compare it to. I like
0: how John brought this up in the Discord like four days ago, and neither of us bothered to look it up. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it just understand- <laughs> occurred to me which game it it's, was. To, so. me,
1: to me, it's like, it's as if uh, <laughs> somebody took... Watership Down and like Martin the Warrior and like all these like the old Red Wall. the Redwall series of books and like made a game out of it is what it looks like and it, it it's clearly inspired by that in in my opinion but what I don't kind know of for game sure is it like, uh, so yeah I was game getting into that was. and then you started cracking stupid jokes but it's <laughs> it's uh it's a <laughs> sure three D another title more. for our podcast I'm sure yeah. I have more <laughs> uh it's a it's a it it's what I would consider it's an RPG. Okay. okay, there are RPG elements of like, you know, inventory collecting costumes. I haven't seen anything about earning experience because I actually costumes haven't, for I haven't killed anything yet. There's like no killing yet. Hmm. I don't know if there is killing where you actually have to fight stuff. I haven't gotten that far. Um but there's a lot of sneaking around. So it's like stealth based. You're a mouse, you're sneaking around around these rats that are like guarding the jail cell that you're in. Um and there's there's quest lines of like, okay, one of the quest lines I had to do is I had to find a pirate outfit. And when you find a pirate outfit, like, you have to collect all the items to it. After I found the pirate outfit, I was able to impersonate a pirate character to another character in the game who had interacted with that pirate character at some point in their timeline. And I was able to, like, coerce information out of them to, like, get extra shit. Um, and I'm assuming that's what happens with... Oh, there's a couple of different costume timelines, like uh, quest lines that I saw. Like, one of them is to get, like, a whole thieves outfit and things like that. And if you're dressed up in a certain outfit, some characters won't even talk to you. Like, there was... The, uh, the blacksmith would not talk to me if I was wearing the pirate hat. He's like, I don't talk to pirates. And so, like, he wouldn't talk to me at all. So it's so kind of like the, uh, Hitman. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Cost- costume quest. Did you, yeah, did, yeah. did you guys play that? Um but it's a, it is an early access game. It's currently only 20 dollars. You can If you're on Xbox right now, you can try it out with a trial, you get an hour, and that's enough to get you out of the, the initial dungeon that you're in. It, it'll take you about an hour, maybe a little bit less than that, and you can kind of explore the courtyard of the building you're in.: um, So by dungeon, you
0: mean monsters, like are there monsters in it? No, okay.'re so you you're,
1: you're, you're in a jail like you are, open, you, it opens, are you
0: expecting in this game that you will ever be killing anything or
1: not? I don't know no. I don't like that's. I would like to like. I feel like okay. It's only being developed by one person with yeah. a little bit of help from his friends. Like they're like he's doing the majority of the work. It's about forty five percent completed based off of the what little research I did on on the blog and everything. Um, but it feels really polished in my opinion. For a game where only one person's doing the majority of the work, like this guy put in a shitload of work and it shows. The game is really gorgeous. The only issue I had graphically was when I put on the depth of field effect on my, on my Xbox, there was a severe cut in frame rate. Huh. You can get it on PC... You can order. You can buy it on Steam or whatever. I think early they access. only
2: expect you to use depth of field if you have the uh, Xbox. It's
1: possible, but I'm assuming that if you were 4K, if you're depth using it on the on Xbox or if you're using it on PC, the depth of field isn't affecting your frame rates because you have more processing power. I don't really know, um, but the game it holds, might just not be optimized yet. Too. Yeah, it may, it might not be. It looks great though, like graphically, very cool. Uh, very pretty. It's definitely a little simplified. So it's not like the greatest graphics in the world, but the fact that one person's doing it and they've created this amazing 3d world that feels really like, I mean, if, if it has like a good foreboding, like, you know, very heavy feel to it being in this jail cell that you've got to break out of as this little tiny mouse. And, uh, it's just cool. There's little puzzles and things that you need to figure out. There's all kinds of written clues and things on the walls that you need to like grab and read. And, uh, it's like it's a basic like quest driven RPG game where like I said I haven't fought anything so there's no leveling progression yet or skill tree or anything like that. I don't know if that's something he's going to incorporate, but it's for 20 bucks for early access. This this will be a $60 game when he finishes it, I would assume. And I mean props to this dude for doing it because I think it's awesome. That's cool. For some reason when you said mount like like
0: it reminded you of Redwall's stuff. Yeah, I was thinking of that game Moss, the PSVR game, yeah, yeah. for some reason from E3. So I I'll have to. Oh, I don't maybe e too. You know, maybe that's the one I'm confusing it with. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. I don't remember seeing this one anywhere, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't out there. So I'll have to check it out and see what's out there. Yeah, but I ju-
1: it it, uh, it was it was released into early access uh, in June, so okay. it's fairly recent. Um, but yeah, it again Ghost of a Tale on Xbox on PC. Very cool game. Highly recommend checking out if you have a spare 20 bucks. I think it's totally worth it because if he's 45% done with it at this point, like, I don't even know how much content that actually is. I don't know how long the game is or anything, yeah. but I've spent a few hours playing it easily, like, probably five to six hours playing through just the intro part, yeah. figuring that out and, like, working my way around and, like, it's it's stealthy, so like you, there's a little indicator that shows when like you're becoming in sight of the enemies, so you can like dip away or you can hide in like barrels or in like chests and things to like get away from them. Hmm. Like it's very it's very well done and well thought out. So I like just props to the to the team the team of one man who's doing the majority of the work on this game. I can't remember his name right now, and I feel really bad about it. But very cool. Yeah, uh, I think that's all I played. I I remember the game real
0: quick when you. Uh when you were talking about stardew okay uh i I've still been playing a bunch of golf story and it's quite good uh Lionel gallett is is the man who uh is designing ghost of a tale okay he used to be a part of
1: DreamWorks and Universal Studios apparently oh nice so that's cool uh um, the modeling is is tight like yeah I'm sure it's with that, really yeah agree. I mean holy shit like I was just like again I looked at I saw the, I watched the trailer for it and I was like I think this is that game from E3, yeah. and I was like, I wanted this. I didn't realize it was early access, and I played the trial. It was just like an hour of this game, like hooked me. Yeah, and I and I again, I've been going through this game ADD thing where I don't know what the hell I want to play, and all I can think about is this, playing this game now. Yeah, so uh, but. I've been enjoying so much Golf Story, and I
0: remembered Nicole telling me that she used to play um, Mario Golf on the N64, so I did finally pick up Everybody's Golf. Hell yeah. The latest in the Hot Shots Golf series Um it's it's one of those games it's, it's that's a the golf one game. that's the one webby's been obsessed with right yeah. probably yeah. yeah i'm not sure i haven't that's seen that's why he wasn't him. playing destiny. yeah because he was too busy <laughs> playing everybody's <laughs> golf he it's it's a pretty like I, i've really only played the two-player
1: mode which you can just kind of do a match pick a he course just, he would jump in the party be like hey guys how's it going and we're all like playing <laughs> destiny and we're like playing destiny dude and he's like yeah i'm stuck playing everybody's golf <laughs> and like you gotta get webby back on soon. i know um but he'll just talk about everybody's golf for an hour. That's and a fine. A half. Hey, Maybe we can bring him on
2: to talk about season two of Destiny. There you go. And what his creative vision for that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm
0: sorry. I'm getting him confused with someone else. Yeah, we can have him on a, a special Halloween episode where right. he plays uh, uh, Luke Smith. From, from <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. I hope he dresses up like Luke Smith for <laughs> Halloween. Oh my god! All he's gonna do is put on a
1: shirt and some glasses. Yeah, he just needs he needs like some some like thick rim glasses because he <laughs> has his like little normal glasses. Yep. But now everybody's golf is cool. It's a golf game. I haven't
0: gotten through. You, I haven't played any of the single player stuff. So yet. can you play like up to a certain amount
2: of people locally? Then take, uh, take turns we, on the same console. That,
0: that's the thing. I'm not sure. I think it might be only up to two. Okay, but we—it is a single controller game. You pass the you controller back, back it and it. forth, which That's has been fine. kind of nice. Like that, it's just the one controller that yeah you yeah. play with. But because
1: then you can always have your backup. Yeah, when yeah. your battery, when the dies. battery dies. Well, it's okay hours.
0: because now I own five PS4 controllers <laughs> because I'm a sucker. But <laughs> all right, I kind of have. It makes sense because I need four for the actual PlayStation. And then I have one that I can use for like remote play on the PC or with well, the no, PlayStation you, you TV. You have one
1: like that; those that five hours of free gaming. Yeah, time I have you twenty have hours of week. gaming without you know. Oh, I was gonna say you have like five hours worth of gaming time between those five controllers because <laughs> the fucking batteries are garbage. No, my
0: my they they last a couple hours. and I, get, I usually get about five hours out of them. But I did yeah, buy I like the crystal five to six. I bought the crystal blue one that that we talked Ooh. about previously. I've seen the crystal red one at Best Buy, but. The blue, the blue one yeah. lies with my heart. So, Anyways. Yeah. yeah, news time. Let's do it. You just brought up a menu on your computer, by the way. That's fine. All We're right. in the news. So. Oh, this is not the story yet. <laughs> Let's start with Cuphead. When I get over to here, yeah. You need a mouse pad. I'm going to make you a mouse pad. I have a mouse. I have one. I, just, I was going to make you a game nerd. It's team. hard because there's three three monitors hooked up and this one's the left yeah, and that gotta, one's the right and I'm faced I'm faced the opposite direction, <laughs> so it doesn't help. Uh so John John put this video in the Discord uh a couple of days ago. It's by uh Mike Mahardy from GameSpot, who's a pretty cool guy. I've I've seen some of his stuff before, but it's kind of this video essay about so the title is Cuphead and the problems with difficulty in video games. It says did Game developers understand difficulty. And there's been this kind of backlash because Cuphead is such a difficult game. Some people feel as though it sucks that you cannot experience the full game if you are not good enough at it. (laughs) Which... Is complete bullshit. Yes and no, like... I don't know. It it is kind of sad.
2: It's like, I'm not going to buy it because I know it's too difficult for me. But, But... that's fine. That's just money they're not going to get. Well, like, I know I'm not going to buy it because I'm not going to be any good at it.
0: When when it's a game that's something like Horizon Zero Dawn, where they have now implemented a mode where you basically don't have to worry about combat at all. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, that, to me, is cool. Like, it's it's a very story-driven game, but Cuphead, to me, the meaning to Cuphead is... The mechanics to it it's learning the the cycles of the boss fight or learning the patterns of the enemies that come out and getting down to the timing of parrying off of the red objects that are in the game like all of that is what that game is to me right yeah so like
1: with something like horizon i get it like I want to be able to see like Uncharted. Horizon has Horizon Uncharted as in another example. Are two games that have like a very deep and engrossing story that don't necessarily need the vehicle of combat to progress them. Yeah. But it, as the as a game, like is how so fun? Much fun though. How much? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is how fun is a game if all you're doing is sitting there watching cutscenes and shit? It's not that yeah. we don't want to play th- the Order 1886 for a reason. The <laughs> the uh, talk, it sucked because it was all goddamn cutscene.
0: Like Mass
2: Effect Three had a easy mode, too, that was pretty much just to get you through the Yeah, Yeah,
0: you could select the, like, hey, I care about the story, and I'm not as good at combat, so make it easier for me. Which I think it's really cool when developers can do that. But Cuphead... I think you get everything you want out of Cuphead if you don't actually want to play it like if you don't want to do the mechanics you can get everything you want out of it by watching a YouTube video. I mean that's the joy of you of know? games
1: like and it goes into this in like the the video essay like games like Dark Souls. And uh, Bloodborne and Neo, like these those three games and Cuphead included in this are the type of games where like learning the patterns of the enemies and like rinse and repeat gameplay is part of the experience, and it's it's kind of awesome because for me I liked playing through Bloodborne and Dark Souls to where I would go through an area really slow the first time and like figure out where everything is and map everything out in my mind, and I would die a thousand times, but then when I get pushed back to the beginning, I knew where all the shit was and I could zip through it and it was it became a challenge in and of itself for me to figure out how quickly I can move from A to B without getting hit or by destroying every enemy in my path on the well, way there. there
2: there were also like certain paths if you timed it right you could always get back to a boss without fighting a single Yes. Thing, yep. even if it was really far right yeah like, I was I was amazed, like, there's the weird, like, dark, twisted forest I can't remember the name of. Sorry, something flew in my face.
1: Nothing flew in your face. You made that up. And I saw it. He's on drugs.
2: <laughs> um, But yeah, like, I managed to find a path, and I, I didn't think that they could figure out a way to design that level for that, but it was, like, yeah. it, it was totally there. And, and it was, it's awesome.
0: Like, part of what I get out of those games is that I feel like it's out of reach to me. And I began to realize that the more I played it and the more I got into the timing and everything like that, I could be successful at this game if I really pushed myself. Right. I also have never finished a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne. I have not finished any of them. Or Neo. I haven't finished any of these games. I would really love to see the ends of these games. But I also feel like I would be cheating myself out of it if I were just to, like, you know... Get the hey, I can press a button and the boss is dead. Right. So yes, I get I mean, it. Like finishing it be, bosses in that in those
2: games is very rewarding.
0: It would be interesting to see them try to like implement some kind of system that allowed the game to learn your skill and then adjust it over time. Well, like, does, what d- if, didn't we talk
1: about that in the video essay that there are games that do
0: that? Yes. Resident Evil 4 did it, which right. was which is really awesome. Yeah. like everybody needs to watch this video because I, I forgot about that fact. Resident Evil 4 actually paid attention to how good you were at the game. and if you were killing a lot of characters, it was gonna throw a lot more at you later in the game. So I think that's kind of like to me, it would be cool if there was a Dark Souls that was like, okay, we are going to clearly.
1: This guy is a casual noob, and we just want to like take our time at throwing enemies at him. And then clearly, this guy over here is a salty, sweaty bastard, and we're just going to assault the shit yeah, out of. We're going to start they, it with one hit point. Even if they yeah. have
0: like a like a calibration level or something like that, like the prologue is just learning your skill yeah. in that game, and then from there on out, it can kind of ramp it up and down of like. You know, well, that's we're we're trying to to put the carrot closer to you on this stick because we know that you're close enough to get here. Wasn't
1: there a first person shooter back in the day that did that where like you would play through the intro thing, it would show you how to use the controls and everything, and based on how well you learned it, it would be like, Hey, we think you should start in like easy mode or you should start in hardcore mode? It sounds like a system shock
0: kind of thing, like some. I I don't, I I can't, it sounds familiar, Uh, but like the, the, I think that's the thing that's really hard is that. Now, when somebody says a game is Souls like, people are like, "Oh God, that's not for me." And and that game—that's the thing I don't that understand. Game being oblique is not
1: like it's not. Um, I don't think people understand how rewarding it is to play a game that is quote unquote Souls like. I, I, I gotta say,
2: I think like Neo nailed it better than the Souls games, though. As far as like accessibility, getting—I mean—understanding. Getting good. Enemy patterns Getting and good. combat in that game is a little more transparent. And I think that really helps it. Like,
0: see, I don't necessarily know if it's that or if it's just the fact that like the three or four of us. That was our fourth Souls like game that we played. Well, in ne- uh, so it's like, are we just getting better? No, because I went
2: back to playing Bloodborne, and I was just getting the thing about wasted. Neo
1: <laughs> is Neo That's doesn't fair. have enemies that are hidden from you necessarily. Like Dark Souls, you could run down a path. Oh and, yeah, like, there's troll like, enemies that are yeah just, like, that are there to specifically uh, piss yeah, you the like fuck that off. Stupid- like,
2: <sighs> There's like that giant guy <laughs> that would throw a burlap sack over you, and you yep. end up in a different. I like.
1: There was a video on the internet. It was a dude. He was fighting an enemy, and it was. I think it was Dark Souls one, maybe Dark Souls two. He's fighting an enemy. And it's this big ass boss enemy looking thing, and he finally kills it. and And he like goes into like a celebratory like ah! And this other skeleton thing just darts across the screen and clips him off the bridge yeah. and he <laughs> dies. And I was and that's what those that's like that's the thing about those games. Is, like that shit, one, it's funny as balls. Two, it's it's so rewarding to like fight one of these giant like massive like just these these bosses that you can't even see the whole boss on the screen and like. To kill that, and, and it's just like, it's like, successful, or like, you have defeated so-and-so, or whatever, like, it makes you feel awesome. Like, you feel like you're part of the game, and like, no other games do that. Like, I, when you fight a boss in Final Fantasy, you don't feel like that. See,
0: Nick is going to listen to this in a few days, or a, like a week, whenever whenever he gets around to it. Next time he goes he on needs, a road trip. He needs, to, he needs to write in, because it's very much like... Um, we've identified what we call a Rick game and that's any game where you die a lot because Rick loved super meat boy. And that's something that the idea of dying a lot in a game is always very frustrating to Nick. Like it's hard for Nick to continue to play a game and keep dying at it. Even if I guess he's getting better at it. It it just, it's not having that in the game as like a, I intend you to die a lot. Isn't good. Like it, it doesn't work for him but it does work a lot for rick and i'm i fall somewhere in between that but i get that that like that is where it's like okay dark souls isn't for me because i don't want to die a lot like i don't want to sit here it pops up and says you died and like it, <laughs> it they makes don't, you feel real bad like, about it even Super Meat Boy is like probably the best version of that that Nick could ever like because it's so short it's yeah, like I know, you it's hit the blade so and then you are immediately back to the beginning and yep. you can try it again that is the right way to get people to ki- like be able to do that because then they don't get frustrated with the fact that they died and then the game is essentially mocking them for it well I mean it sucked, but, it
1: sucked in Bloodborne because the load times were fucking awful yeah, but yeah, like that that isn't good either I think they intentionally did that to really let it sink that you fucking you blow suck. at this game. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like you're so bad at this. and We want you to wallow in your misery for a few minutes before it gives the game you a reloads. To think
2: about shutting it off, or <laughs> yeah, do not yeah. Like, you like, don't really want this to
1: reload? Or not. <laughs> I've been meaning to because I got the PlayStation Pro now. I've been meaning to pop Neo in and see yeah. how it looks on the Pro because I, I kind of I haven't I haven't. Done there's it, different modes you can TV. run it in, yeah. And
2: I think I have it set for like a balance, like where yeah. you get yeah. a really good frame rate.
1: But ultimately, like with this with this article, with this video, I, I do think everybody should watch this and, and, and check it out and listen to it because it, it was very interesting to like hear uh what is it Mike? Is that his name? Mike Mahardy, yeah. Yeah, his his viewpoint on this particular topic was pretty good. And uh yeah, I just I really I I think developers they're making the games they want to make now instead of just like and that's that. Wh- what it comes down again, to again this was an indie developer too this, is, this isn't this is EA this isn't like this isn't Bungie this isn't uh, Activision this isn't any of the big guys the big guns this is some dude this, you know a team of small people not small people but a team of people <laughs> a small team of people a team of small people with a big dream Yeah, (laughs) a a small team of people making a game that they wanted to make, and like I guarantee, every single one of them probably still sucks at playing this game, but they love it because it's their creation and they got to do it. And Microsoft backed them and everything. And like for reviewers to shit on this game for it being too hard, like fuck that. Like
0: it's well, and that's the thing is that I don't I don't necessarily think anybody's shitting. There were
1: there were people shitting on it for being too hard. There was one there was one reviewer. I don't remember what publication he worked for, but people on Reddit and other forums were lighting this guy up because they're just like, dude... He's probably not even a gamer. He, that's the thing is he's been... He said, like, he's like, I've been writing about games for years, but I just realized, like, I'm actually not much of a gamer. And, like, if you're... How can you write about it? Like, there's there's this weird trade-off of, like, are you a good writer or are you a good gamer? It, where's the well, it happy medium? you need a
0: different beat or something yeah. like that. But, 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 like, people were shitting... Like, game. these
1: reviewers were shitting on this game for being really hard. And it's like, you know what? Like, it's... Who cares if it's hard? Like, is it is it fun to play? Like, did, did you keep playing? And, and I understand, like, some people get frustrated and, and quit because things are too hard. Clearly, real life isn't See, meant for you, and, so you and, should probably just kill yourself. I don't actually mean that, but... <laughs> The
0: views of John Morrell do not reflect <laughs> views of the Midwest Podcast Network. No. Midwest if you're, getting, if you're getting that bent out
1: of shape over a video <laughs> game, you should probably stop playing video games. Like, just yes. stop. So, Find something else. So,
0: here's, here's the thing, is that the, the... I will make two points out of this. Number one, the same point John was making, is that these guys intend to make this game the way that it is. And the regular difficulty is how they intended it to be played. And I think it's their right to make it how they want to make it. Like somebody who sets out to make a movie that is in a foreign language, it gets to be in that foreign language. And if they want to translate it and bring it over here, they can, but they also don't have to dub it just because you don't want to read subtitles. Cause you're a lazy asshole like that. Right. Like it doesn't, the, the artist's vision. If we we're going to make video games art, if we're going to argue against Roger Ebert in that regard, these people get to design this experience the way that they wanted it to be played. And I don't think it's fair to say, I wish there was an easy mode to this. Because that's, this game is about, Cuphead, is about being difficult and recognizing mm-hmm. patterns and doing all of those things. like That's what it is. And I think they should have that. On the flip side, the fact that there are parts of this game that rely on you f- identifying the color red to be able to parry it, which then gives you super energy back... Is there a that, colorblind mode? I, I don't know. And that's what it needs. Like, if that's what the ableist people care about, I think that's a fair criticism. Because I don't think your disability of being... It's a fair being, criticism.
1: It's also an easy fix.
0: Yes. And, and, and being colorblind is one of those things where it's like, I think it's easy enough to accommodate that that it needs to be something that they pay attention to. Like... Making making game mechanics center around colors that some parts of the population cannot differentiate properly. Percentage of the population. Yeah, that 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 sucks. Uh, And and here's another thing. I don't know if we have any disabled listeners, and I think that's a big. Like I think that's very. That's an interesting topic that that would be good to break into. But the idea that like people who are one handed wanting to play cuphead or that kind of thing like i get that and that's what i said about them making the game they want to make like it would be great if it was accessible to everybody but obviously that's a whole nother whole nother story like i don't know where i don't know how i I don't i don't know how to how to how to broach that like there are game gamers that are out there there's a dude who's beaten games with like DDR mats because he can play with his feet and like stuff like that.
1: A dude who beat Donkey Kong Country using bananas with triggers in them. Sure, did, did you see that? That get, he used like little electrode transistor things. Like he he like jammed them into bananas. So when he would smack a banana, it would like do different moves. <laughs> okay, or like he could move. See. He could hit it. He could go left or right or straight. You know, like he could do like he could hit but He like. I'm is he not disabled <laughs> No he just <laughs> okay. this guy he he literally finds the he's, most ab- he's that anywhere He uses the name. most absurd it's controllers like to beat human. and this is the guy who beat Dark Souls using the bongos from like that <laughs> from one Kong. Yeah like he <laughs> <Donkey Konga>. like
2: <sighs> people like that just make me not want to so ever play that it, game again
0: <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is there's another conversation around around people who who yeah, yeah. are disabled in that way, they make a lot of special controllers
2: and such. I'm sure they're. They very do,
0: expensive. they do, but I, 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 yeah, they're probably expensive. They're not because they're probably not mass I, produced. I, and well, I, I think, I think that's I, another conversation. And yeah. I don't necessarily think that people should be excluded from Cuphead, because it's it's too hard from that direction. But here's the thing: is that this game is hard for people that have both appendages. You know, yeah, and so if it takes like making a different controller or like the the controls can be completely remapped as well so like you can you can adjust it that way i think i think like it's it's a hard game and it's meant to be a hard game and obviously if it's harder for you for things that aren't your fault or even if they are your fault like that that sucks and i get it but i also don't think they said hey this is cuphead it's super easy you're going to have a great time with it regardless right of your skill level. That that was never the message with this game. So I can't fault them for for that. But anyway, yeah. It's a great video essay. Everybody
1: check it out. We'll throw a link up on the website uh and also in our Facebook when we make this post, so cool. Yeah. Next Uh, So, Twitch is going to add a clear roadmap to partner status. This is kind of interesting. Uh, This is one of my news picks for this week. Um, So, basically, Twitch is becoming its own meta game. Yeah. (laughs) They're adding achievements, and the roadmap is essentially like a uh, skill tree of level progression to becoming an affiliate or partner on Twitch. And they're also adding different things like um, the ability to do raids on Twitch, like through the chat. I don't really understand how that works, necessarily, but... Um, essentially, because we are hoping to one day be partners and affiliates with Twitch, this is supposed to make it easier for us as streamers to monetize our streams and uh, actually like make a living, I suppose, out of doing what we do. <laughs> but who knows how accurate that actually is? Um, but yeah, it's just it's they're basically like creating a system so that. Uh, it's incentivizing people to like stream more and like stream correctly and do things the right way, so that you could potentially a make them more money and b maybe make yourself some more money too. Yeah. So
0: everybody wins. Yeah, that's cool. We'll have to keep an eye out for when that's up and see so, where we're at. So
1: Josh, Josh is saying here in the in the Twitch chat right now, a raid is just when you send your viewers to another stream. It makes it easier to do that somehow. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. I, like, if I read the article correctly, you type in like slash raid or something like that, and hit go, and then it'll create a means to like raid another person's chat, I guess, <laughs> or something. So it'll. Yeah, yeah. And th- this article that you sent they, on PC, they, they definitely said that we don't really know how toxic this is going to be, or something <laughs> yeah. to that effect. But yeah. it's with with as toxic as the internet actually is. Um, yeah, it said, you know, I'm uh,
2: expecting a lot of talk. To- Toxicity.
1: It's, it's, it's all in good
0: fun, usually, but the potential for abuse is obvious, though perhaps by formalizing raids, Twitch will have an easier time detecting malicious behavior, which is cool. Yeah, so I, I Maybe, think they, maybe they can, like, turn off certain. Uh, uh, streamers' ability to start a raid. Yeah. And that would allow them to be like, okay, you're fucking with people with this. We're going to remove your ability to do it until you mm-hmm. learn how For to sure. behave. For sure. And I just
1: want to shout out to Josh again, too, because he's the one who threw me this article on PC Gamer yesterday. And I, I saw something pop up about it in one of my news feeds, but I'm, I'm glad he sent me the link to check it out, because he and I were we were jamming jamming yesterday, and he sent me... We were talking about streaming and stuff, because and, he's an avid streamer as well. Yeah, yeah, and he's we, hosted us on yep, his channel, and too. And we, we host his channel as well, so... Yeah. Um, Definitely check his stuff out. Next. Uh, This is my second one. Nyko finally put out a portable Switch dock, and it's great, apparently, but it might kill your console. (laughs) Not so great. Um, Now... It's fifty bucks, I think. It's, yeah, fifty dollar docking kit, <laughs> docking um, for the for the Nintendo Switch. The, it's um, as opposed to the ninety dollar, the ninety dollar one of, that's official. Basically, what I'm understanding from reading this, as well as some of the other people on Reddit that are salty about this device, uh, they're not snapping it in properly. Like they're not snapping their switch into the device properly, and it's like breaking the connection on the USB Type C port in the console to some effect that's that's at least what i gathered from it um other than that like everybody else seems to think it's the greatest thing ever made and i'm probably going to pick one up so that i can have a second dock in my living room as well as in my game room and be able to switch back and forth between ha, switch between the two uh, <laughs> portions of my house to play because megan doesn't like coming upstairs in the winter because it's too cold <laughs> yeah,
0: I spent the $90 on a second dock because I was going to Japan for two weeks. I'm like, I'm going to play a bunch of Switch, and then I ended up like playing a shitload of Metroid instead, so I didn't even really use it. But it, Are you going to use it, or are you just going to... Well, and I bought it because I was like, I can set this up in front of the exercise bike downstairs, which I'm clearly not using very much, but right. then also I can also <laughs> bring it in here and leave the one in the living room. Like, it can be my travel dock, essentially. Yeah. So having this instead, I think, w- would have been great. Uh, and if people are just... Destroying their machines because they're not putting it in right, then <laughs> that's that's, just, that's their bad. Yeah, user error. That's just dumb people. Which I mean, is, I could have the, a whole conversation about stupid people. So you can see here on the stream at least, but the the NICO doc is. Uh, it's very short and it doesn't like the the Nintendo one for those who have seen it it's kind of like a taco and you put the Switch inside the taco right but oh man we, I hope
1: they come out with that taco version <laughs> of the dock oh we should just but, make taco graphics that you can put on the dock yes
2: <laughs>
0: Shh, don't give her ideas
2: oh
1: away. man I'm gonna do it we'll sell we'll make official ones and sell them on the Game Nerds, uh, website this
0: Nyko one has just like a very thin piece of plastic that props up the Switch but it doesn't have anything in front of it
1: the Nintendo Switch <laughs> Daco. <laughs> Think about it. Here, mm-hmm. I, get out of here. But uh, <laughs> so anyway,
0: uh, the idea, like it, obviously, you have the ability to jerk the the switch forward in this dock more so than you really would in an Nintendo the Nintendo Well, uh, No, this switch. is on a
1: swivel too. It will hold the console upright if you want, but it will also angle it too. So it's up to you as uh, to how you want to set it up. That little that little stand that sticks out there is actually removable, and it clips into the bottom of the device. Okay. So you don't have to use that, but I—I I mean, obviously, I would probably use that all the time just to have the extra rigidity. So I'm not fucking up the USB Type C port on the console. So I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, this guy even on Switch is uh, on the
0: Switch subreddit is saying that he just he just placed it in the dock and that it doesn't work like anymore. <laughs> so. I don't know. Maybe there's there's more to it. But... The
1: article says it takes a little more force to like clip it into place too, so yeah, that might be an issue, huh? Well, that's interesting. Hopefully, it
0: doesn't. You know, hopefully, people don't destroy their switches with yeah. it. But hopefully, it's I'm just
2: gonna just... stick with my
0: one official dock for now. Yeah, and I. So yeah, look at looking at the bottom of it. It does have two little plastic pegs. Or yeah. or holes for pegs yeah. that are on that. So maybe
1: that's for clipping on the camera device that they're going to make with the little printer that you can use later on down the line. Oh sweet! They're going to make a switch printer, a switch <laughs> camera. Ruru2m R- 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 here in the chat said, "Don't drink and dock." <laughs> yeah. that Definitely seems like don't a bad idea. You don't want to drink around. and dock. You could have a lot of trouble getting getting your pins <laughs> to line up correctly. For uh, sure
0: No, it looks like a nice product. It's cool. I didn't realize that it had yeah, so three you, USB yeah, ports too. Yeah, so you can you can
1: hook up multiple wired controllers to it as well if you want to, or charge other devices or whatever. I mean, it looks like a pretty for fifty bucks or whatever, like a a nice solution as to you know. So, and it's a lot smaller. You're not. It's not the the giant dock yeah. that Nintendo made. I'm surprised Nintendo didn't like make a smaller portable one, or at least some kind of portable hookup so people can take these things on the go. With they them, but... they
0: probably they 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 still could. Yeah, you know, there's still time. But no, that's cool. Switch, sweet, snap, Brian. Oh boy, your story. <laughs>
1: story. I have to. He didn't even read the article. again. Yeah, I know. I read it. It's just long. <laughs> Well, uh,
0: yeah, we can we can kind of discuss the points, but
2: well, anyways, Bungie finally uh explained the season mechanic in Destiny 2
0: mm-hmm.
2: at and, TwitchCon uh, this yeah, past at Friday. TwitchCon. And um well, it's basically when they're going to do like a refresh of the weapons and they will reset clan levels to 0 again. And you'll you can get like a different clan banner, I think. There'll be I but guess you season- get new
1: you get new posts for the Yeah, the that's banner. what I meant,
2: the stave or whatever. Um There is also going to be like major sandbox changes, like that's when they'll maybe finally fix fucking Crucible. And some of
0: the other stuff in the game. Yeah, they, they said that they've been making little balance changes here and there when needed. Yeah. But they are planning to use the seasons to, to actually manipulate the meta of the Crucible. The yeah.
1: biggest thing to mention here is that they have officially passed the torch from the main dev team to the live team. What is the live team now? So, all of those little quality of life improvements that we saw happen in d one are probably going to start being implemented in d two to fix things all the little things that they did over time to make d one actually a usable playable awesome game over time mm-hmm. This team now what is what is now like the live team quote unquote is going to be implementing a lot of those changes in the updates as well as like the bigger ones that they've announced as part of this yeah spiel. I, I guess there's going to be like one big like. Major
2: event of some sort per season, and they're also adding ornaments coming in uh, season two for like the faction gear and Iron Banner
1: and all that. And faction rallies are once per season, right? No, more than once. Because they said there's
2: going to be one more, at least one more faction rally and Iron Banner this season. After the PC release, and it'll happen at the same time on the PC release, and then the PC will be on the same schedule as the consoles.
1: I don't know if I want to get it on PC Um, or not. I want to just because it's so pretty.
2: Yeah, another element of news that is just, I want to mention it because it's Destiny 2 related, since we're on the subject, is uh, they canceled trials for two weeks, which I think is ridiculous. Just because an emote was breaking, yeah. the game somehow.
0: So, you, so the bureaucratic walk emote, which is this like big high step thing, uh, it's from Monty Python. Yes. Uh, yeah. You can use it to get out of bounds in mm-hmm. in one of the trials maps, or maybe maybe multiple of them. And so it was allowing people to get out of bounds, but still kill the other players, and therefore, you know, it would be I, I just, a cheap way to to beat trials essentially. Right. I
2: understand that that's unfair, but I just... I can't believe that it takes them that long to fix something that seems so simple. Yeah. And, I mean, I just feel uh, like they, they uh, could have
1: just removed it from the game entirely somehow, like yeah, locked the, people out of using it. The problem it. is the people, some people may have actually paid real money for it, and yeah. they don't want to make those people angry by, like, screwing them over completely. So, so they're instead, actually... all the millions of people that bought
2: the game <laughs> don't yeah. get can't a significant trials? portion yes, of game content for two
1: weeks.
0: Yeah.
2: That my, my, totally guess, fair. No, it,
1: my guess is is they're seeing the giant player base drop in general because nobody's interested in playing Trials and figured it wouldn't be a big deal if they just shut it down for two weeks to fix this shit.
0: See, it is fair, Brian, because you know what? Those people who spent money to get that emote are spending more money on the game than we are. (laughs) Those are their whales. You don't want to piss the whales off. Yeah. If the whales swim away... The
2: guy who spent 50 bucks on Bright Engrams... Yeah, exactly. ...is now
0: controlling the uh, game. Yes. Yep. Loot boxes, yeah, yeah. Speaking, no, uh, yeah. So there, there were a few other things in like the season. Yeah, let's get back that to that said, real quick. Uh, you, you said they were going to bring or- ornaments for the yeah, different gonna weapons. Yeah, there's going
2: to be bright and- engrams. They're going to switch the content in them. Yeah, and I guess whatever is in. The bright engram for that season will only be for that season and never again, apparently. Yeah. And that'll include ships, and there's some super cool, like, rounded out ghost shells. that Like, there's never been ghosts that looked like that. Dude, that sparrow is dope. Yeah. Different sparrows.
1: I like the mic drop oh. emote, too, but I'm not buying... I will not pay for any emotes at all, real money, until I get my fucking Michael Jackson ones back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You hear that bungee?
1: Maybe they heard
2: you, and you're just going to get that shit? in your mailbox on Halloween. Are they not...
1: Are they, They're they not doing a Halloween thing, are I they? I
2: don't really know.
1: We don't know. I don't think they are. They might, but that's the thing. Halloween They're is, definitely
2: doing a... Halloween's uh, in like two weeks, ha- Is bro. Halloween a Tuesday, though? It's a Tuesday. They're doing the Christmas kind of event again, for sure.
1: Yeah, they're that's, doing the dawning or whatever, yeah. which is cool. I wonder if they'll bring Sparrow Racing back. Eventually. That would be cool, because I liked Sparrow Racing. That was fun.
2: Um... Yeah, I guess they're going to when they implement different weapons and whatnot, they will also shuffle some of them around, I guess. Right. Like some weapons will become kinetic weapons in season two and some will switch from kinetic to energy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of energy in here. <laughs> <laughs> kinetic energy. <laughs> um but yeah, and they this the the one-off
0: trying to event make thing. a joke about John being a Void Walker with farts. It's not coming together. <sighs> yeah, but no, anyway. it's fine. The darkness. Sorry, um, Sun stinker. <laughs> this this thing
1: this thing about Clarion calls. Uh, yeah. limited time global events that give XP bonuses if you meet certain criteria. The example they gave offered a two X XP buff to anyone doing an event in a fire team with a clan member. They said Clarion calls won't necessarily require a clan. This, this is kind of cool because, I mean, all right, the whole idea where. Was it Luke Smith or Deej that came out? It was like the real true end game is your friendships. Uh, <laughs> um, probably. I like the Luke fact Smith. that this game is social and like wants like wants you to play with other people, but they need to fix the sh- like it needs like make everything we do four v four for fuck's sake. Like just do or it just 6v6 yeah, or just put six v six back. Yeah, or just put six v six back. Like just. <sighs> it's really frustrating. I don't know because I... we thought like I thought uh, w- what was it. Um... You guys were playing Iron Banner. Everybody's playing Iron Banner, and the reason I didn't play Iron Banner is because when I hopped on, the like there was already two teams of four playing Iron Banner, <laughs> and I couldn't fit into any of the teams. And I was like, I- "This is stupid." You like, know, back in D
2: one, you could roll by yourself and still have you, fun, right? But you, you can't, just can't. You now, can't do it now. for the most part. So. It, it's really frustrating.
1: Anyways, moving along. But, yeah,
2: there's more stuff, but um, th- that's the the major gist of it. Um, and yeah, they, they overall, said- I, I, it seems like people are kind of underwhelmed by it. But, I mean, it's kind of what I expected, I guess.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to... like. The, I think they made a much bigger deal out of it than they needed to. Because in the weekly update, they've been like, and we're going to talk about seasons at TwitchCon. Come back on... And- October twentieth. I'm more curious like like, how how often this is is going to happen. Like if it's going to be every
2: like few months.
0: It sounds like it's it's probably every quarter. I would assume. Yeah, my guess is it's going to be every three months because they're like so. Destiny PC comes out this next Tuesday. They're probably going to and they have a roadmap out for that, which doesn't include trials. It certainly doesn't include an Iron Banner or a faction rally. So my guess is that they have all of. November and December to do. They'll probably do a faction rally in November and an Iron Banner in December, and then January season two is my guess. Well, but, I'm wondering how the uh, first DLC is going to factor
2: into all this too, because speculation was that it would be going to be December. December. Right? So I don't. So that don't, would make
0: me think they would drop that and season two at the same time. I don't feel like that's happening, but I could be wrong. But three months, so September, October, November, at the end of November, I mean, season I, one I, is done. I, I guess feel like that waiting more
2: than three months for DLC they sell you before the game comes out <laughs> is
0: kind of absurd. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, it doesn't feel like it's there for me. I don't feel like it's coming. It doesn't feel like it's on, but I guess we don't know.
1: The yeah. Osiris DLCs... December, right? That's what you're talking that, about. Yeah,
0: that's that's what the the leaked I, ro- rumored roadmap or whatever
1: was. I think but. they're
2: just trying to be a little quieter about this shit than before so they don't like stir up as much.
1: Yeah, cuz controversy about it. With a game that has as big of a following as Destiny does, I mean, if if anything slips out, the pot, the shit pot, just starts stirring hardcore. Uh, I mean, it's, stirring, it's and, like and a and of shit. Right everyone's over seasoning it with all their salt, and then we all get a big pot of really shitty chili that nobody wants to eat.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, okay, yeah, and. and uh
1: Hey, listen, everyone loves my metaphors. There was another thing. Sure. They,
0: so they came out with the Prestige Raid after delaying it. They couldn't fix it either With after that, like which, you know. Yeah. We they, talked about they this. They delayed thing. the Prestige Raid to try and fix a glitch, which they found out that they couldn't actually fix properly, so they just ended up putting it out anyway. <laughs> and then they're like, if anybody who's trying to get the world first uses the glitch, you get disqualified. So, it turns out that the team that actually did it first did not use that glitch, but instead they used a different one that allowed you to, like, use the... um, There's there's a rocket launcher called the Wardcliff Coil that you can use to get all of your power ammo back off of, like, a small amount of power ammo, and so there's a bunch of people in the community that are like... They used a glitch. Any glitch should be considered cheating. This is... No, they shouldn't get it. Blah, blah, blah. When it's really just like switching your weapons. Reset their clan
2: to level zero. Who the fuck cares?
1: Yeah. Like... Like, the... People get so angry about the dumbest shit. Like, just play the fucking game and shut up. Like, it,
0: it's not like... So the people who get the world first, do they get anything other than just like, oh my god, you you did it. Congratulate... Like, Bunchy made a congratulation video. Like, who cares? I don't know.
1: Anyway, give me an yeah, there's item. like a congratulation video. You get like a special in-game emblem or something for being world first and stuff like that, so people know. Whatever. But I want it again. Like am a, gonna you, run into those I six want people? An in-game foam Who finger. Who gives like a shit? Like I'm number one. Actually, that'd be funny. A foam finger emote. It does the little neon sign yeah. thing over your hand, and you're like, yeah, like, or you can do the wave. This actually, makes me
0: really want a Pitbull gif emote with the Bud Light commercial, <laughs> where he's like.
1: <laughs> if he does that. I need that. He's like, 305, so, Miami. It should, <laughs> I mean, Destiny and,
0: and Red Bull have a really great. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, wide. it's Red Bull. It's not Bud it's Light not, Maybe uh, it should just be a Red Bull. It's instead.
1: not Red Bull this time around. They paired up with Rockstar, didn't they? I don't know. Who cares? Pop Tarts. Mr. Worldwide, yeah, 305. Tarts. I want a Pitbull
0: eating Pop Tarts. I'm pretty sure emote. Kellogg's owns uh, Rockstar Energy. Yeah, right? but, whatever. Anyway, that's dumb. Everybody's dumb. Video games are stupid.
1: Hotel Mo. Tune in next week for more video
0: game talk yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Or two weeks
0: from uh, More stupid stuff from video games Everybody's up in arms about loot boxes I just wanted to kind of hold the general discussion This is a great microcosm of, of top stories People saying that loot boxes are under consideration as gambling Then somebody says Hey, Shadow of War shows that loot boxes aren't ruining games And then EA also responding to Star Wars Battlefront 2's loot box controversy there's all it kinds is of different things.
1: Let's start on the first one. Do you consider loot box game loot boxes gambling? Do, do I consider it gambling? Yes. Um
0: insofar as I consider buying trading cards gambling. I don't think it's gambling, but I think it should be regulated.
1: Well, so we're, okay, it was in I think it was in China that uh you, they, they Blizzard were, had People to look, are
0: forced to add uh Con- like the the rates you of have to give dropping. you have
1: to give the percentages of, of uh, yeah of drop rates yes that's um, a good idea
0: I think that's a great idea I also think that loot boxes should not be purchasable with an obscuring uh, uh, currency like I shouldn't have to buy eight hundred silver. For ten dollars, which then I can spend two hundred of to get a loot box. Yeah, they should have to just tell it you. It should say it this should, is a $10. ten dollars for this many bread right. games. Yes. yes, and if that if that was all there, I would feel less bad about the people or children or whoever it is that ends up being a whale for these games and spends too much money on it. Like. If you may, maybe I'm just not the person who's going to be addicted to gambling, but if you sit there and are like, "I'm going to spend, you know, a hundred dollars on on bright engrams this week so I can get that ramen emote," like, okay, right? You're you're kind of an idiot. So please give somebody else your money so they can do something worthwhile with it. But the I I, I think it, it it's important that people need to rurutu said save the whales (laughs) 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 beautiful um so the other part the other my my more uh the more egregious offense with loot boxes to me is whether or not they have impact on gameplay and we discussed the bright engrams before Destiny came out. Yeah, a little that bit. ended up being it ended up totally not, blown out of proportion. Not really mattering that it doesn't much. Doesn't affect the game really whatsoever. Although you can spend a lot of money to get don't need mods. to, because there's not much in the game. Yeah, you <laughs> so, can spend a lot of money to get mods, which then you can use to get the mods that are actually useful if you get enough of them. But I don't think that like it doesn't the mods five, don't make much of a difference. Five power level doesn't give you much of a difference yeah. anyway. But yeah. The idea that, um, and and I I need to double check my facts here, but I'm fairly certain in Battlefront 2, so in in the first Battlefront, you were getting uh, cards Mm -hmm. that you would equip on your character that would give you access to different types of grenades, like a thermal detonator, stuff like that, or it could give you a more powerful rifle, that kind of stuff. But you got to choose which ones they were. You got to choose which ones they were, but you wouldn't... uh, uh, it was consumable it was consumable in the first game you would you would pay to get the card and then you would use the card and that card is gone you would have to buy another one with your points in order to use that rifle again was I'm pretty certain that's how it went I think so I thought that was how it, I thought it, that's how it is now I
2: think that's how it is now
0: okay well at least if that's how it is now that means you can buy loot boxes so that you have you know the the more powerful weapons the weapons that have higher but rates no, of fire there's no
1: guarantee of what you get it could no be no guarantee of what
0: you get it could be whatever you want right There. I don't think there were microtransactions in the first one and it wasn't really no. like like yeah you could you could get like a loot box to give you random stuff I think but you couldn't pay for it and you could also take that currency and instead go and spend it on specific unlocks I don't anyway. remember
2: loot boxes in the first one at okay.
0: all maybe, maybe, maybe there weren't but, but anyway, really, the yeah. second one it's now been has a loot while boxes. Since I played it. it does affect gameplay because it basically means that you need to uh pay money to get better shit. You can pay money to get better shit. Obviously you'll get some of these loot boxes just by playing the game anyway, because right. that's how all these things work. But that's that's just stupid to me. Number one, the consumable card thing, like I there's no need for me to to buy this game for that. That alone, without the loot boxes, is enough for me to be like, I don't give a shit. Anymore. I wasn't
1: planning on buying it anyways because I didn't like the first one. So
0: that's just and bad. that's fair. Like the first one was better after all the DLC was out, and it sounds like they've put a lot more into this game. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually mostly curious about the single player campaign, which is apparently am... like five to seven hours, and I would totally rent it. I might rent yeah. it just to just to beat it. Is probably how I'm going to go about yeah. it. But
2: yeah. I'm tempted to just not buy shit from e a and Activision anymore because of their shady business practices they you know
0: buying other studios and basically killing them but yeah so i mean what, do, well, what why do didn't
2: you, we talk about nobody picked that as a news yeah we we can talk we about really that real quick we have to I can, talk about that I
0: can find that um but the so what what do you, i mean do you guys agree with me is that essentially if where it's, it's a
2: pay to win sort of scenario, I think it's terrible. I, I just like, think it's 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 anti fun to have weapons and shit you can only use once.
0: Yeah, that's really stupid. Like, it, how do you find a loadout that you like if you have to like randomly acquire that's, your loadout?
1: That's the thing is they're they're expecting you to keep playing to get that loadout again to to like you can you know keep playing. I also over don't and know over. if we're it's, even
2: right about any of this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm not. Maybe we're just spreading more
1: disinformation yeah
0: we're part of the russian uh the russian i don't i don't play
1: i don't play a lot of multiplayer games the only one that i play currently is destiny and again the the bright engram loot boxes in destiny aren't as big of a deal as everybody made them out to be to begin with but again there wasn't there's not that much content in the game for it to matter anyways Um, that being said, like, this doesn't necessarily affect me, I don't play Overwatch, I'm not playing, like, Dota or any of those games that have any kind of, like, you know, like, I don't... See, but that, that's the thing,
0: Overwatch, Dota, like, those games, it's all cosmetic stuff, it's like, you get costumes, you get emotes, you get, like,
1: um, uh... Right it's like not, but that's the thing is like those you're also you're not seeing like you're not seeing uh battlefront becoming like a major league of gaming game it's yeah, not, you know, and you're not seeing destiny do that either, so. Who cares? Well, but and and so that that's kind of that. That was be different if like you were playing a major league of gaming game like Overwatch and you could actually pay money to get better shit and to be like to win the game like that. Well, very true. But like when when you can
0: walk into a game like Battlefront and just get obliterated because you don't have those like right it that that always happens to me with those types of games. Like there's going to be a point where I walk into the Crucible and just get totally screwed because. Everybody has gotten better crap than me, and if it's in a game like Battlefront where you can literally pay to get better stuff, yeah, that that's not fun anymore. It, it
2: makes you feel cheated out of your sixty dollars you already spent yeah. on the game.
0: Literally. Yeah, and then there's the whole argument that like this is the only reason that video games are still fifty nine ninety nine. It's like make them okay. seventy dollars then. Yeah,
2: Just stop doing this.
0: Loot box. Also, crap. fucking, you can buy Forza Seven for like a hundred and fifty fucking dollars for some reason, and you still need to <laughs> do microtransactions the, the to get stuff. Yeah. Addition, whatever. So it's like, it, I have a hard time believing that that's like the only thing. So this is where I come down on it. Number one, loot boxes should only have cosmetic shit in them. Number two. You should be able to purchase them with real money value associated with them only. Number three, they should have the drop rates associated with them, uh, and that's that's basically that would cover all of my problems. Right, but with who, boxes. who regulates that shit? It should.
1: It I, I thought I, I saw that there is a petition for the ESRB to actually start regulating that, but yeah, I don't like because sure, well. And I
0: think the ESRB came out and were basically just like they're like they said we're considering this, and then they were like actually this isn't. So it's probably that should like,
2: be on the, the labels now. Absolutely. Like can only get certain content in the game
0: through basically gambling. <laughs> I mean yeah, I, I think it would be helpful for, for people to be able to identify that kind of thing. Especially like if you're gonna let your kids have this. Yeah. And everybody stores their credit cards on everything anyway, you should be paying better attention to your credit card statements and your children. But you should also be able to glance at a game and be like, is there capacity for my child yes. to spend $1,000 on this game? There this should week? just
2: be a loot box icon that's just part of like the rating thing.
1: Yeah. And like. Uh, so I don't mean to jump in, but Rurutu says, What about free to play games like Hearthstone? You need to buy card packs to keep up. I just wanted to mention, we did talk about this on a previous episode that there was a guy who started from scratch with literally nothing and actually beat the, one of the biggest Hearthstone tournaments in the world, not having paid a single dime to the to the game. So it is possible that you don't have to pay to win. I think he- it wasn't
2: a tournament, but he got to like rank he one. Was, he was ranked first in the he, world or whatever. And
1: with with
0: uh with Hearthstone for me, that's a different it's story. It's a serious
2: grind and you really need to know what you're doing though. Yeah.
0: It's a different story because like it's better to me than even playing Yu Gi Oh or Magic like I used to, because you can grind your way up like you can start with just the base pack which you don't have to pay for like you do for all of these real trading yeah. card games and then eventually amass enough stuff to craft the cards you want and like do all of that like that is possible in that game and therefore because I also have the extraction of like the extrapolation of like this is like magic the gathering in digital form I'm I'm more okay with people spending money that way not to mention it is basically just like you are spending nine ninety nine on this. Do you want to, like Do you want to buy more packs? Do you want to buy this expansion, which comes with more packs, like that? Yeah. It's, it's very
2: it's, clear what you're getting for your money in that game. Yes, and it it makes sense. I don't Blizzard's just better at business models than these other companies.
0: They they have more of a moral center than somebody like EA does at the moment, at least. Unfortunately, yeah. they fall
2: under the Activision. <laughs> umbrella
0: <laughs> yeah which also yeah maybe that's the two sides of the coin they balance out the yeah but they seem the a little awards. more
1: independent from activision they're not as under much of the umbrella as like bungie is necessarily yeah hmm. i don't know maybe we'll see some maybe like they'll change things i, I mean blizzard like they have they have their own uh they have their own uh, arena for playing overwatch now like they're yeah. they're like starting to run the business of like the league games. So Yeah. But anyway we're, we're running kinda long. Let us know what you think there. about Indeed. loot boxes. Yeah, yeah. Send us feedback on loot boxes to Midwest game Or send us a loot box. Send us a loot <laughs> send us a loot crate. This month's loot loot crate <laughs> is the Fallout, blah 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 blah, and mm-hmm. we don't actually are we're not sponsored by Loot Crate.
0: While we were kind of on the subject of EA, the story that Brian brought up is that EA is is essentially closing down visceral games, which was uh, working on an Uncharted-like Star Wars game, yeah, headed by one of the the uh, Amy Hennig, who was a, a a writer on the on Uncharted one, I think, and and I think two, three, something like that. Um, she was working on four, and then left in the middle of development to go to this. Uh, so they're basically shutting that studio down, and then they are pivoting this game to be some sort of non-single player game that will probably involve loot boxes. Yes, uh, this is just sad news, and I think it's a, a good good thing to bring up. Like I, I was really excited when I heard this was happening because oh, it, yeah. like they canceled thirteen thirteen.
2: This is um, I would consider this one of their. EA's better studios, too. Like, they made all the Dead Space games, yeah. which were pretty big hits,
1: except for the third one. They're cult followings. They, I don't remember them ever really being like, oh my god, but like, a well, lot... The I people mean, who did play those games fucking love those they games. Were, so. I mean, I played the first
2: one. I didn't finish it. It was scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I just. It, you ran, I don't know why ran I ran out of adult it. diapers. <laughs> I think I decided I wanted to play the PC version, so I yeah. sold my Xbox copy and then I never bought it again. But, um. Well, but here's yeah, the they're, thing. they're good games. I think I have Dead Space 1 and think, 2 as part of Honestly, my Bongo. what killed the Dead Space series was EA getting money hungry and being like, you need to have multiplayer in your game, and it didn't fit. In the third game. Well, not
0: only that, but they also put microtransactions in the third game. <laughs> like, you could buy, like, weapon parts or something. like You, you oh, could you man. could spend money on Dead Space 3. So, like, that that's the thing, is that it's like these big studios who get that taste of, like, Hey, these guys over here in this division are making a shitload of money because they got FIFA cards that everybody's buying for some dumb reason. Put those in your Star Wars game. Yeah. And then... They're like, okay, we can try that, and then they do, and then everybody hates it, and then they're like, well, you guys are a failure, goodbye, and they shut them
1: down. (laughs) So it's like... I don't know like eA is notorious for doing that they, I just anytime you go into like a sidebar like act, like you're you're like acting out something like that I wish we could hire an animator to like animate those <laughs> things with like stick figures yeah if we were big
0: enough we would have somebody in our exactly. audience that would do that but and it's just um, they
1: look like the Canadians from south Park <laughs>
2: <laughs> well not exactly i mean come on um they but they flap a different direction right. or something.
0: the uh but EA's is notorious for this we've got they they killed uh visceral's dead now uh who else has died essentially bioware is basically dead yeah uh no um, they're working on anthem no they're dead uh well i mean that's mass just,
2: effect's basically
0: dead mass which. effect is gone so bioware is dead it uh, is now BioWare, just ea they're working on anthem but they're not they're it's not on the anthem. doctors are gone those people yeah they're gone it's not um, the
2: same company as it used to be.
0: Like EA's got this graveyard of fantastic I'm, I'm developers. I'm really
2: worried that, that Respawn will be next. Respawn isn't actually EA though. Didn't make that much I don't money. think. I it think is. it's
0: a partner. Yeah. I don't think they are owned by EA as of yet. I don't know. I'm not certain of that, but I think it's a partnership. I think they're technically like an independent studio, but okay. So they can't necessarily be killed by EA yet. Um, but. But they might respawn anyways. So. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, it's sad that Visceral is shutting down. It's sad that this game isn't going to be. like I remember at the turn of the generation when Star Wars 1313 13 was being shown off and it had the best looking graphics of any video game at the time. Uh, it was meant to be like a like a I think it was a young Boba Fett story was kind of the the idea I, f- I vaguely remember that it, it got they canceled it got canceled pretty much when uh, Lucas uh, Lucasfilm went to yeah, Disney essentially the shuffling. okay so uh, I just
2: I don't feel like EA was the best company to go with when it comes
0: to that having that yeah, idea like, yeah.
2: They have full control over that. Should have been hey Star Wars game should have been
0: hey Naughty Dog. Would you make this game like that? Yeah, but that's the thing is that it's not Lucasfilm going to like Naughty Dog. Lucasfilm didn't go to EA and say hey make this game for us. That was EA being like hey we want to make this for you yeah. because and and Lucasfilm isn't going to award that to like Naughty Dog because Naughty Dog is only going to put it out on PlayStation. Like it's kind of they might not want to make a Star Wars game either. That's true too, but you know. I don't know. It's a bummer. I just,
2: I'm really sad that I don't think, like myself and every fucking Star Wars fan that is also a video game fan, is probably never going to see Star Wars games that they want to see, because yeah. they're just EA it's, is so obsessed with the games as a service thing and the loot box
0: shit that it's just they're gonna just going to water fronts. down any decent idea that they have. That's Battlefront and the Old Republic. <laughs> Over and over and over again. Unless nobody
2: buys that shit. Yeah. And then maybe... Which is never going to gonna happen it. because it's Star Wars. Yeah. So, I don't know. It That's, sucks. It's really sad. Because there are just so many really good Star Wars games back in the day that they could basically new make new versions of and people would love that shit. And yeah. they're not going to do it because it somehow would make them a few cents less or whatever. Yeah, because video games are boxes video games X-Men are only game. successes
0: if they uh, <laughs> if they if they keep printing you money. Anyway, pour one out for visceral. Yep. Um, the final thing that I wanted to bring up: so NeoGaf died over this past week, essentially because uh, there were some allegations that came out about sexual harassment uh, from the man who's been running it for the past several years. And, uh, number one, fuck that guy, period. Sexual harassment sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> don't be an asshole.
1: No, I'm not, I'm just
0: the, you're very, like, succinct and to the point. No. There's, there's, no, there's no farting around it. There's not this much right. to debate is. here. It's like, don't be Either the scum of the earth. Either you're <laughs> an asshole or you're not. <laughs> right. And don't be an asshole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's kind of what you heard it, it here first. <laughs> well,
2: okay, not really. But yeah, but <laughs> don't like, be an asshole.
0: Number one, f- fuck that guy. That's really I can't. <laughs> there's no other way for me to say it. That's there's all the shit going on in Hollywood, in video games. There was somebody at Naughty Dog who, who's been accused of sexual harassment. There's people in games journalism. We had GamerGate happen, and it's all fucking the neck breathing or neck breathing neck beard heavy breathing basement dwelling assholes of the world rising up pants. yeah just keep it in your pants and learn how to be a decent human being and then maybe other people will want to touch you at some point in time that's what it is don't suck but it really be sucks good human.
2: for gamers that we don't have this resource now because yeah. somebody was an asshole. Like
0: NeoGaf was this amazing nexus of like people who grew up to then be games journalists and game developers and like uh, uh, publicity people for video games company. Like it was this crazy intersection of all of these facets of gaming. And say what you will about like oh the people on NeoGaf are gonna love this shit like that kind of thing. Like, the Destiny roll, like, update comes out, and then NeoGAF shits on it immediately. Like, yeah, that's what NeoGAF did most of the time. But the fact that, like, I went to NeoGAF every day, <laughs> like, and now yeah. there's nowhere to go, it sucks. And and I know something's going to rise out of the ashes, and people are going to migrate. And obviously, you know, like, I wouldn't want to put any money into that guy's hands if there's ads on NeoGAF anyway. Like, dirty, filthy hands. Yeah, fuck that. So... Sucks that NeoGAF is is mostly gone. Hopefully it comes back under new management, or there's somewhere else to go. Uh, but also, uh, don't sexually harass people, because that's dumb. Agreed. And that's terrible. Cool. And that's our stance. The views of Alex Morrell do reflect the views... Yeah, I feel that way, too. Of... For sure. the Midwest Game Nerds podcast and the Midwest Podcast Network.
1: Yep. But... I was going to make a bad joke, but I won't. Please don't. (laughs) I won't. No. I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, That being said... Quick, just pull his uh, lever down. (laughs) He's muted. Uh, If you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out midwestgamenerds.com slash links. As always, we would appreciate your feedback at midwestgamenerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcast, or like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Podcasts, um... What was I going to say? There's something else I was going to mention at the end here. I don't quite know. We're wrapping things up. Uh, We're going to talk Assassin's Creed next time and Mario Mario Odyssey and maybe some Destiny PC. I don't know what the plan is necessarily. Don't you dare. Don't. Again, I just don't want, do it. To I yourself. just want stuff to play on my PC. It so nice on it PC. Looks though. So it, it, it looks is I so good. It looks so good on PC. Oh it my does, god, it looks but good.
0: You're sitting here like I don't know what I want to do in this game anymore, and then you're like, "All right, I'm going to start three more characters on PC." I know, I know. It's <laughs> don't, just, it's don't just do stupid. That. Well, I
2: personally would much. I would enjoy Crucible a lot more on PC because I, I love mouse and keyboard. So
0: that's fine if that's your prerogative please go ahead and do it but my god guys
1: yeah but anybody listening or watching if there's any games or anything you ever want us to talk about do send us suggestions MidwestGainers at com. check us out on facebook too on social media we're on instagram facebook twitter uh hit us up on all those outlets and uh just let us know like what you want to hear from us we're always open to feedback we want to do things we want to talk about things that you guys want to want us to talk about and want to listen to and make sure we're creating content that people enjoy so please do check in with that alex what else is up
0: with the network uh so we're still gonna do that gone to texas season two wrap-up episode i should be through season two of preacher for the second time uh by the end of this week and i think nick and lance are ready to talk about it too so look for that and uh also the horror movie yearbook guys just put out episode 23 the class of 2007 the movies they talk about are hostile two, the mist and trick-or-treat all of which uh Trick or Treat and The Mist are really, really interesting movies. I've never seen Hostile 2, but I'm looking forward to hearing them talk about Eli Roth movies. Cool. Uh, because that's a pretty big thing in horror, so please go check that out. Even if you're not a big fan of horror films, uh, they play some fun games. They talk about interesting things and the context that the movies They're came pretty out funny. In. Yeah, they are very funny people. Uh, so please check out Horror Movie Yearbook at horrormovieyearbook.com or any podcatcher that you
1: like yeah so that is it we will catch you guys next time thanks again for listening and watching if you're on twitch we really appreciate it we'll see you next time peace